0: Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Saturday, which of course means it is match day. Arsenal versus Burnley taking place a little bit later on this afternoon in North London. So going to be a bit of a quick show today. Just previewing that game, looking at what Mikel Arteta's has had to say about the latest team news ahead. It will do the usual predicted 11. I've got a couple of comments and questions from you guys as well as what is a very big game well they're all big games now aren't they for Arsenal but it's one going into the international break uh, on the back of the defeat of course in the league last weekend against Newcastle victory very very important today against the team that Arsenal should be winning you know this is a I mean there are no gimme games in the Premier League but this is a game if you want to be winning the title you need to be taking three points at home from there's no question about that so Arsenal need to get the job done and fingers crossed they will do. Of course, last time out against a team who you would probably compare to Burnley in terms of how this season started. Another newly promoted team in Sheffield United. Arsenal cruised to a 5-0 win, made a lot of changes in that game as well. How I think we would all love to see a repeat of that scoreline this time around. Team news-wise, Eddie Nketiah, of course, scored a hat-trick in that thumping of Sheffield United. Uh, not too long ago at the Premier League. He is back training. Here's a picture, if you're watching us on YouTube, here's a picture of him training yesterday at London Colney. So Eddie certainly available for this game. Whether he starts, that's another thing, given how Leandro Trossard played in midweek in the Champions League. In fact, he scored a goal. How fluid Arsenal looked at times, how well Saka and Eddie played at times with Trossard as the nine uh, in the middle of them. Makes me wonder if Eddie's going to come back into this team. I think Trossard probably deserves his place in the side after that performance at the weekend. And, um, yeah, I'd be a little bit surprised, I think, if Eddie comes back in. But you never know, Mikel. Absolutely, we know he likes Eddie and Ketty and what he brings to this team. So that's one bit of team news. The rest of them, we're going to wait and see. Bakaya Saka, of course, limped off in midweek. He is with the Arsenal squad today. I expect he will start. I've kept him in my fantasy team. Put it that way, uh, but we shall see anyway. But he is with the Arsenal squad, um, so yeah. Hopefully, that sort of kick that he took in midweek in the Champions League isn't too serious, and he can feature. I think it's important he features today. There is that side of thing. There is, of course, the international break coming up after this game, and for Arsenal. They would probably like to keep a lot of their international players at Colney for the next two weeks. Despite Mikel Arteta saying yesterday's press conference, we love our players going off to their national teams. I think if he had the choice, he'd keep him at Colney for a couple of weeks. And I do wonder if his team selection might lean towards that a little bit. Say Gabriel Jesus, who we know Brazil wants to take over for two weeks. Could Mikel Arteta be sitting there thinking, you know what? We're at home to Burnley. This should be a game we can win without Gabriel Jesus. If I include him in the squad, that means he's going to have to go away to Brazil for a couple of weeks. If I leave him out of the squad, that means we could probably keep him for a couple of weeks and uh, avoid all that air travel and potential couple of games for Brazil. Obviously, Gabriel Jesus will probably want to go to Brazil as they've got some big games. I think they've got Argentina in one of the games. But yeah, I do want the Martin Odegaard as well. He's another one who falls into that category as well. So yeah, Jesus, obviously... Doubtful, Odegaard doubtful. Party out, Timber out, of course. Um, Smith Rowe out. So yeah, Mikel was talking about team news yesterday his press conference. Said we there. Are, he said a few are still in contention. We need to give them a few more hours to give them a chance to be involved in the game. We won't know anything until tomorrow. By tomorrow, of course, he means today because this was yesterday's press conference. When asked if anyone's out, he said Timber for sure. Party, um, Emil is out. There might be a few more on Martin Odegaard. He says he's still racing against the clock he's trying everything he can so let's see it's a possibility I just don't think you really need to take a risk do you especially on someone like Odegaard it's kind of similar to what I was saying about Jesus it's just you know if he's 70% fit 80% fit you just think you know what we can probably do without him for this one that's no disrespect to Burnley of course you'd expect this is Arsenal pushing for a title you want your squad to be able to, to be capable of winning without Martin Odegaard, without Gerard Jesus, if needs be, rather than risking them against injury. They did it in midweek against a, you know, a severe side who they made to look absolutely 100% ordinary. And so you would expect they can still have a, a real measure of control in this game without the likes of um, Jesus and Odegaard. So if there is any sort of lingering doubt about their fitness, then you just, for me, you just leave them out of this one and go with what you've got. Um, you talked about Bakaya Saka as well. He said, look, B had to leave the pitch in midweek uh because he was in quite a lot of pain. He didn't train yesterday. And let's see if he can make it tomorrow again, of course, meaning today. He didn't he wasn't spotted in any of the training pitches, but Arsenal we know very carefully manage what goes out in those training pitches. So everyone who was a doubt for the game, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus, none of those were included in the picture. Tommy Astu, who went off in midweek injured uh, at half time, he was pictured in the training pitches, but he was only pictured inside in the sort of um gym the, when they were doing their fitness stuff with the uh, with the exercise equipment. So you, we didn't see if he was outside with the players on the pitch or not. Personally, I think Zinchenko would probably, this feels like a Zinchenko game for me, rather than a Tommy Asu game as well. You know, Arsenal are going to absolutely dominate possession um, in this game. You, you would expect they're going to absolutely dominate possession anyway um, in this game. So uh, yeah, I, th- I think maybe whatever happens with to Tommy Asu, it feels like a bit of a Zinchenko game. Uh, on Thomas Parsi, who of course we know is out um, and out for a while. Mikel was asked about that and his procedure that he's had and whether, you know, how long that's going to keep him out for, if it's going to keep him out even longer than he they thought he was going to be out for. He said, no, hopefully not. He's progressing really well, but it was a significant injury. Hopefully it's going to be weeks and not months. It's been weeks already. And it's so... Uh, if it's weeks, it still could be months. If you see what I mean, hopefully it's going to be weeks and not months. And he's and he's working towards that. He needs support, and hopefully the injury will heal in the right way, and we'll have him back because he's a big player for us. He was asked if it's going to if he's going to be back for the Africa Cup of Nations, which I think starts at the end of January. Um, and given that Mikel said he still hopes it's going to be weeks rather than months, you would you would hope so. But of course, we've been told that he's not going to play again this year. He said, that's part number two. Let's get him back quick and healthy as quick as possible and playing a big part of the team, which I think he can do. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the last thing Mikel needs to be thinking about right now is the Africa come nations. So as important as that is, obviously, for Ghana and for Thomas Party, you know, right now, only thing on Mikel Arteta's mind is Arsenal and this sort of run-up to Christmas and the festive period and ensuring Arsenal stay in the mix come, come January. So no surprise that that's the only thing on his mind at the moment. I, I think this is a game, you know, I, I go back to that Sheffield United game and we didn't see a sort of Rice and Jorginho double in that midfield, did we? We only saw one of them, Rice, played in that game. And then you had uh, Odegaard. Was it Odegaard? Or was it Smith? No, was it, was it Havertz and Smith-Rowe? Was that one of the games that Odegaard missed Sheffield United? Was it Havertz and Smith-Rowe? I think it was. Um, and I think we might see something similar today. Obviously, no Smith-Rowe, which is, um, you know, well-publicised and is a shame for him. But I wonder if this might be a game we see Vieira come in and you have that sort of double a more attacking um, lineup than the the Rice and Jorginho. Just, I'm just not sure Arsenal really need that added layer of security in a game like this where we know they're going to dominate possession um, against a Burnley side who have obviously struggled in making a step up to the Premier League. So I've gone for a midfield of Vieira, Havertz and Rice in this one. Um, yeah, I, I can't really see anything. Maybe Trossard could play in that role, could play as an eight, and then he could play in Ketia up front. But I think it'll probably be Vieira, Haberts and Rice. So my predicted 11th day, Raya in goal, obviously. I'll come with Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel. And as I said, I feel like this is more of a Zinchenko game. So he could come in. Um, you know, if Tommy Asu's fit, he could potentially play it right back and you could give Ben White the, the the afternoon off. But he's not going away with England during the international, international break. So I doubt it. So Raya White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, then Rice, Vieira and Havertz as midfield. And then I'm presuming Saka is going to be fit. So I've gone Saka on the right, Martinelli on the left and Leandro Trossard as the front man. So that's two changes from the starting 11 that we saw in midweek. That's Vieira coming in and Zinchenko coming in. There was five changes, like I said, against Sheffield United. Lots and lots of changes for that one. I'm not sure we'll see as many today. So that's what I've gone for in terms of my predicted 11. A couple of sort of questions and comments from you guys to sort of wrap this up. I also want to have a quick word about uh, Aaron Ramsdale what Mikel Arteta had to say about him yesterday. And this is from Bucklebury Returns. This was on Thomas Partey yesterday um, when we were talking about the injury and what Arsenal might have to do in terms of covering for the prolonged absence of Thomas Partey and the... Uh, And his injury situation, Buckery returns says, regardless of party situation, CM is most urgent position to strengthen the players here. Rice aside, despite experience being valuable, have at most one more season at this level. We might feel like we need one uh, right winger or centre forward. I think we do. Uh, But we need three central midfielders in as many transfer windows. Maybe Pitino makes a grade. Vieira or Smith-Rowe prove themselves. But I don't see them all at Arsenal going forward. Yeah, I think it's a really good point. Uh, Bucklebury returns, I really do. I think midfield obviously is going to be a big key area for Arsenal in the upcoming transfer windows and like you said it's probably not going to be done in one window but might be spread across a few. It's very clear Jorginho's age and contract Elneny's age and contract, Partey's age contract and injury situation it's just a given that Arsenal are going to have to rebuild that midfield. Declan Rice is obviously going to be the front and centre of it for years to come, touch wood, but Around that, a new uh, sort of layer of central midfielders is going to be going to have to be built, and I'm sure that will happen over the next few windows. I do think right wing, right wing, and centre forward is also actually you know very, very crucial as well. Um, Patino, yeah, maybe he comes back and makes a grade. That's still very uncertain about exactly his future. That will be decided next summer or at the end of his uh, loan spell at f- um, Swansea. And like you say, maybe Vieira and Smith Rowe get themselves high enough up the pecking order to make a you know significant impact on this team going forward. But that is pretty uncertain at the moment. Uh, here's one from Abola who says, Hello, Charles. I think Ramsdale should stay at Arsenal for now until the end of the season because it's not England's first choice at the moment anyway as well. And he should keep fighting for his place. And I see him coming back soon as Arsenal's first choice. Now, this is in response to what I was talking about yesterday with Aaron Ramsdale and uh, Gareth Southgate basically warning him about his position. It was a pretty clear warning from Gareth Southgate saying if he's still in the situation in March, then it might be very difficult for him to keep picking him because he hasn't played any football for six months or significant amounts of football for six months. And Mikel was asked about this yesterday and what Gareth said to say. And, um, and was asked, you know, what, what, what would your thoughts be if Aaron did want to move to get to stay in Gareth Southgate's England thinking? He said, well, first of all, my door is open to speak to any player. We just want the best for our players. And we try to do that. We know the influence that we can have sometimes positively, sometimes not so positive, positively towards them. But we will always try to do our best to help them. But this is a team sport that needs 24 players. That have to fulfill a role. The role that you have in August, it might be different to the one you have in March. So making decisions, in my experience, is not something good at all. And as well, because the team, he the team has certain needs that have to be accomplished. And in order to do it, you cannot do it with 16 or 14 players. It's impossible. You need everyone. And Aaron has a really important role in the team. He was asked about, you know, other clubs being interested in Aaron. We know Chelsea have been heavily linked with a potential move for him, for example. He says, I have no messages for other clubs. I can talk about my players, how much I like my players, and how much I like Aaron. We want Aaron for us with us, and that is for sure. Um, look, I said it what well, I said yesterday on Aaron Ramsdale. I do think he'll end up going from Arsenal. I can't see this being a long-term thing of having two players two goalkeepers like Ryan and Ramsdale at the club. It's just not sustainable. One of them's gonna want to go, one of them's gonna want to play. It looks like David Raya. Is Arsenal's number one? It looks like he's going to stay Arsenal's number one. I'll be very surprised if that doesn't happen. So just it just feels inevitable to me that Aaron Ramsdale is going to go. But I don't think it should be in January. I think it'd be a real mistake from Arsenal's part. I think they need to keep him and make sure he's at least here till the end of the su- end of the season. And then you sort of sit down with him and you decide what's best for him, what's best for Arsenal. Um, but in the in January, it just feels like a mistake to me. It will weaken the squad. It will disrupt things. You'll have to go out and sign another goalkeeper in January who's clearly not going to be as good as Aaron Ramsdale. And that will certainly weaken the squad going into a really crucial second half of the season. So, um, yeah, I agree with you, Abbala. I think stay till the end of the season uh and uh i still think he'll go to the euros whatever happens even if he is arsenal's second choice throughout the remainder of the season no matter what gareth southgate says so yeah stays to the end of the season reassessing sits down with arsenal and then make a decision from there all right everyone that's it from me i've got to go now because i've got to take my kids to their football practice this morning then i've got to come back get myself up to north london ready for the game i'm not in the press box today i'm in my usual seat so yeah if you're around if you bump into me if you see me come and say hello Enjoy the game, and I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.